Welcome to The Woman Saved by Faith, a podcast helping women amplify their faith-driven courage. We'll be discussing healing, sobriety, sexual trauma, and so much more, so that we can fight through your struggles and strengthen your faith together. Hello, hello. Welcome, you guys, to my podcast. Um, first off, I just want to say thank you for being here. Um, this is a new journey for me, and it is a God-led journey. So I just wanted to kind of make this first episode just about letting you guys know of what things might come, kind of what my plan is for this podcast, and just really my story and what you guys may hear on this podcast, I really am striving to make it God-led and in doing so, I don't have a schedule. And I know that might sound like super crazy, but I really just want to do this podcast when God places something on my heart for me to share, or maybe a moment of growth for myself that I come in, share here with you guys, or maybe just a place where I can come and vent. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think one of the things that um, is hard for me to, I guess, not really recognize in myself, but just like, I guess, giving myself grace, right? So, you know, if you guys have ever heard about the grace message, you know, it's not about what we do. Um, We don't have salvation because we are humans and we walk a straight path, right? Because Adam and Eve gave us sin. And so it is what it is. And we're all going to sin and everybody has their own ways of sinning. Um, I know um, some people think that sins, certain sins are worse than the other, but truthfully, we're all sinning. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but worry, doubt, fear, all those are sins too. And so, um, but through it all, we have grace because of our salvation, because of our faith in God. And, you know, just going back and even saying that it brings up such a powerful moment, such a powerful emotion for me to remember that I'm not going to be perfect. None of us are going to be perfect. And so my idea of this podcast is ultimately to show that imperfection is to show that we all are going to have those low moments. Us as women, we're not supposed to be put together all the time. We don't always have to be on. And I think it's such a misconception and sometimes something that we really, really battle with as humans, but especially as women. And so this, I ultimately just wanted to create this podcast for that safe space. I plan to have guests and having other women come on here and them sharing their stories, their testimonies, their growth moments. And I just want it to be a place where it feels like we're all just hanging out and talking. I don't, I may come up with, you know, series here and there if I feel it on my heart um, or if God tells me to. It may just be me winging it. Um, I can't tell you for sure if it's going to be a weekly or a monthly thing. I don't know yet. I'm truthfully when I say I want it to be God-led and that's where I'm going with it. That's exactly what I'm doing with this. So um, I did name it The Woman Saved by Faith um, because I do already have a blog and I 
let God lead me in that space too. And so you guys can check it out. It's the woman saved by faith.com. Um, there's a couple blog postings. I know. And maybe you guys can like relate with me on this, but the more that I share about God, the more I feel incapable of sharing about God, right? It's like such a double headed sword, um, where I feel like, okay, because I'm showing up and I'm sharing about God, I have to be this perfect person. I can't show that I sin or, you know, people may judge, but, um, and when I started the blog, I started feeling that like heavily, like, and ultimately I put the blog on hold for a couple months because it was such a like impacting emotion for me that I just honestly at the time couldn't handle. And then I really had to do some soul searching and digging and relying heavily on God, like God, please help me show up in the way that you want me to show up here. Please use me to work through and reach more people. And ultimately that's kind of when I decided, okay, I'm tired of just sharing the beautiful God moments, right? Because there are times in our faith that we sit there and we struggle and maybe we even fight God. And it's not that he is punishing us for that because if you guys read the Bible and if you've ever studied the Bible, like nine times out of 10, the stories in there are them struggling and questioning God. And it's such a amazing place when you can get to the place that I am not going to be perfect in my faith. I am not going to show up every day and just be able to trust completely. I'm not going to show up every day and just have all the answers. Well, we're never going to have the answers. That's God's job. And we may never have understanding to certain situations either, but in the process of our faith and in us growing in our faith, we learn to hand over that control to God. We learn to be able to bring our problems and our struggles and our emotions and our fears more to the feet of him. And that's what faith is all about is being able to call on him and be like, dude, I don't know what you're doing here, but I'm going to trust you and I'm going to ride the wave with you. But like, can we get this, you know, can we get this figured out? Can you give me some type of understanding? Um, and it's so crazy that even this is on my heart to talk about right now, because this morning I was doing my Bible study and I, every morning I write out my gratitude and I also like have a conversation with God. I do it in the form of typing it out and it, it helps me put all my emotions and my thoughts and my feelings, um, in a place where I can just literally go to God and talk to him. Like he's my best friend. Um, if you guys ever scrolled through it and maybe one day I'll share my letters to God in the blog or something. Um, but I literally be calling him, dude, I'm like, why are you doing this? I do not understand this, you know, literally just talking to him. Like he's my best friend. And this morning I was talking about something that's going on in my life. And it, uh, I was literally like, I do not understand this. I need you to show up and give me some sort of sign. I need you to show up and give me 
be some sort of peace around this situation. And I literally flipped through my Bible and asked God to give me a sign. And he opened me up to the first page of Job. And I don't know if you guys know, but Job was tested hard in his life. And ultimately it was a test of his faith and what and how he would show up and still have Jesus in the center of all of it and God in the center of working it out for him. And I just like, that's a moment we're not going to understand everything that God does in our life, but I want to create a place that it's okay to talk about those moments when we don't understand when we're on our knees and we're crying and we don't understand and we don't understand why it's happening. We don't get why it's happening to us. And we have a full, we're full of questions, right? I want to create a place that it's okay to be that type of Christian because that's all of us. And if somebody tells you they're not, they're lying. Um, but it like, no, one's got it all figured out. None of us, not a single person, even I guarantee you, even the pastors that speak to us and that touch our heart hearts and everything, like they still have those moments of worry, doubt, and fear too. And it's such a normal thing. And I just want to have a place where we can come and we can ask those questions and we can talk about it, but we can know that grace alone is what saves us and makes us a child of God and makes Jesus love us and forgive us for our sins, because that is why we are forgiven. That is why he loves us. That is why um, it's okay for us to have those moments because of grace. God loves us no matter what he sent his son for us to die. Not, he didn't send a son for, to die on the cross and say, okay, you have to act right now and you can't sin anymore and blah, 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 blah. He literally sent his son to die on the cross, um, and forgive us for our sins now, then, and forever. And so I, I just have it on my heart to create a place like that. So I really just wanted to share with you guys where my head is starting this podcast, what you can expect moving forward. Um, I'm going to have guests on here. I think I had already said that you guys also bear with me. This is totally something new for me. So I'm not a hundred percent. Um, I may be all over the place, uh, when I start this and just, bear with me. It, it'll it be a learning curve. Um, it'll be a growth moment. And, you know, one day I'll be able to look back on this podcast and be like, dang, God really showed up for me and started using my mouth and started like speaking through it. And I hope to get to that point right now. I feel like I'm a little, I'm doing this a little bit on my own, but I am sticking my hands out there and asking him for help on this. And I hope that through the process of this podcast that um, actually I don't hope, I know he will. Um, I know God's gonna be right here with me, um, and using me to speak to you guys. Um, so kind of a little bit about my faith journey. Um, I've always believed in God. Um, I was raised growing up in the church. I was baptized at a young age. Um, but somewhere along the way in, I didn't recognize it until I was much older, um, kind of a backstory, but I am, I was molested when I was little, seven years old, and I didn't realize how much that affected me, um, in my life and majority of my life until I had to re have it resurface and like reface it. And ultimately kind of before that, um, I don't want to say I turned away from God because I never turned away from God. I just stopped putting him first. Like I still believed and I would still, um, 
you know, go to church, I would still, um, like I still had my faith, but I stopped doing the things, um, that I knew I was supposed to do. I, you know, I was only praying when desperate times came. And for the longest time, my prayers consisted of, okay, God, if you show up for me in this moment and you do this for me now, I promise I will, um, you know, I promise I'll show up and be better. I promise I'll show up and do, do the things that I know you want me to do. And time after time after time, I wasn't doing those, but yet, you know, in those moments, he, he wasn't doing for me either. And it's like, okay, because at that place I was asking only out of desperation. I wasn't having a daily conversation with him. I wasn't praying daily. I wasn't seeing the gratitude in what I had now. It was always, I need more. I need better. And I found myself in these low moments time after time after time. And I was just desperately praying from like, I was praying from a place of desperation. Like that was the only time I talked to God was when I knew like nothing else could change it except for God showing up for me in that moment. And so kind of fast forward to 2021 is when I revisited court and had to reface, um, you know, the trauma that I had had experienced as a child and, um, even leading up to the case, I was like, you know, this doesn't affect me. Um, that's not like, I was so young that I don't really, I blocked it, blah, 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 blah. And I remember the moment that I got up in the box to testify and all of a sudden, um, everything I'd ever felt came like crashing back into my mind. I could literally see and pinpoint things that the reasons why I made the decisions I did around certain situations, around certain certain men, allowing things from certain men, you know, the way that I showed up and acted as a woman, um, the attention that I wanted from a man, like I could so clearly see how what happened to me as a young age um, affected me and my day-to-day life. And, um, you know, court lasted nine days. We, uh, he did go to jail. He was convicted. And then I remember walking out of the courtroom and being on this huge high of like, oh my gosh, finally, somebody believed me. Finally, you know, my abuser is going to get what you know, he was meant to get 19 years before. And it was this high, it was this huge high. And like, I remember feeling God in the room. I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, he did it for me. This is like the moment. But I remember the day after I ended up in like this awful depression because, um, he was only convicted of four years. And I remember being like, I have battled 19 years of my life with these certain feelings, these certain decisions, these certain traumas. And because I could see it so clearly at that point, I was like, four years is not enough. And I ended up in this deep, like the worst depression of my whole life. I started drinking, even I had already had a drinking problem that I was so oblivious to. But after that, I really turned into an awful drinking like I'm talking binge, like 
literally I would go to work. I was bartending at the time. I would go to work, um, take shots, drink beers before going to work and then go to work, get off at 11, go to the bar. Um, at the time I was choosing to date this bartender because I could get free drinks. Why not? Like that's literally the place I was in my life. And I was dating this guy. I get free drinks. I'd always go to his bar. And then after we shut the bar down at two, you know, we could stay at the bar after, or I, at least I could stay at the bar after and still drink till like four o'clock in the morning. And then I would go to these sketchy poker rooms and I would drink and, um, just be so involved in, in that to like 10 AM, 11 AM. And then I'd sleep all day and I'd wake up and I'd do it over again and again and again and again. And I remember that, um, I started falling so heavily away from God. Like there's moments that I can look back and I'm like, Oh, that thought was the devil. Like, look how much, because I was so far away from God at that point, And I was doing things that like did not make him proud, but doing things that didn't even make me proud. They definitely didn't make my parents proud. And just in such like a decapitated place that no wonder, you know, the devil, Satan was able to get to me so clearly. And I remember I was still, this is so, <laughs> you guys, again, this is such a huge place for me to be so vulnerable. So just know that anything I say on here, I am not proud of my decisions before, but I'm going to share them because I think we need to share this place of like, just because we're Christians believer, we're Christians and we're believers. doesn't mean we always make the right choices. It doesn't mean that we're not ever vulnerable for allowing the devil to come in. And it doesn't mean that God has to teach us things in a hard way if we're not listening. And so I said, I was dating this guy, right. Um, and let me be clear. We weren't really dating. Um, we were sleeping together and ultimately I was just sleeping with him so I could continue to get free alcohol. Um, but the whole time I was telling him like, no, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And I was still dating outside of that and still like going on dates and knowing that I wanted to find my forever person. Well, no wonder God never gave me, you know, my forever person. If I ended up with the person that I'm supposed to be with in that moment, they would literally have hated me. And, um, they would, uh, I just was not being a good Christ follower. I was not being a good woman in that moment. And ultimately, like I was trying to fill all these voids outside of me by outside sources instead of just turning to God and allowing him to fill me. And so I remember I was going on a date with this guy and like an hour before our date, he texted me and he was like, Hey, I just need to tell you something. Um, but I am sober. I don't know if that changes your mind about us going on a date, but I just need to tell you that. And I remember like dropping my phone on the bed and being like, this is never going to work out for me. Like Logan being with somebody who's sober in the moment of her being in the heaviest place of her drinking. Yeah, that was not going to happen. But there was something inside of me in that moment that called me to go on this date still. So I went, we had lunch and, um, 
if y'all know me on a personal level, or if you're getting to know me, you will come to understand, or you possibly already know that Logan is a nosy person. (laughs) I am my family jokes and I'm the question asker because I need to know all the details when it happened, where it happened, who it happened with. Like I need to know down to the very smallest details about what, what went on in any given situation. And Uh, The funny thing about it is I had never met this guy before and my mouth overloaded my, I literally inserted foot in my mouth and I was like, so why'd you get sober? And he very openly told me the exact reasons why he got sober. And I remember sitting there and being like, is this God speaking to me? Is this God speaking to me? Because everything he was telling me was what I needed to hear in the that moment. It was literally my story. It was literally like me showing – it was him speaking about everything I was feeling. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. And I remember going home after the date and being like, I need to get sober. I truthfully think God is asking me to get sober. And, um, and so – that was at like one, we got back home from the day around one. And this was during the day, like we went on a lunch date. And so I remember being so like convicted, so needing to get sober. And two hours after I was bored again. So here I am hitting up my friends like, Hey, let's go drink. So I went out that night, um, again, stayed out to like 10 in the morning and I was still coaching at this time. And which is just freaking ironic that I was even doing that because I couldn't even coach myself correctly. I literally couldn't get my life together. And, but it was so easy for me to tell other people, oh, yep, this is what you do. And so I went out, stayed out till 10 in the morning again, and I had three coaching calls the next day and I missed every single one of them. I overslept and they all dropped me as their coach. And it was the most gut-riching feeling to let somebody else down. Uh, it was just, it was an awful feeling. I truly felt like I let them down that I let God down that I was letting myself down. And I remember that when I woke up and I realized what had just happened and where, what place I had put myself in, I remember just being so weepy. And I literally walked into my bathroom and I got on my knees and literally I had prayed like I had never prayed before. I remember being so, it makes me even emotional now. Like it, I was in such a desperate place of like needing God to show up for me that I was literally willing to do whatever it took. And I think that sometimes God gets us to that moment because we're not listening to all the moment moments previously that sometimes God has to get us to that moment where we are desperate. Like we are willing to throw in the towel and do whatever we need to do to have him show up for us. And I remember praying, literally, I'd never prayed on my knees being like, if you help me get sober, I will literally turn my life back over to you. I will spend every day, the rest of my life, making you the man of my life. And I will, I promise I will get to know and know who you say you are and who you say I am. And it was like, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes of me just repetitively praying that and praying that and praying that and praying that. And then I made the decision. I'm today I'm sober. 
I haven't drank. I, you know, I'm not waking up. I'm not going to do what I'm doing. I am going to be sober from here on out. And I remember I had to go into work that night and everybody was like, oh, you want to go drinking? And I was like, no, I decided I'm going to get sober. And everybody was laughing at me. And there was like, no way you're going to be able to do that. Logan's never sober. And looking back on it now, how sad, (laughs) but, um, I did. I had this knowing in my heart. I was like, I'm going to get sober. And I did. And when I'm recording this podcast, I'm literally 603 days sober. And I can tell you, honestly, putting down the alcohol has been the easiest journey of my life. Now, I won't say dealing with my emotions has been easy, but ever since that day, I never craved alcohol. I never longed for alcohol. Now there were times where I'd go out with friends and they'd be drinking and I would, you know, miss those moments where I felt a part of situations. And in the beginning, it was really hard for me to like, I had to change my friend circle. I had to start doing things differently. I had to do different things because it, some of the things I was still doing in life reminded me when I was drinking. And so that was difficult and like dealing with my emotions for the first time, truthfully, and not using alcohol as a coping mechanism, that was difficult, but I never craved alcohol. Even to this day, I still have never craved. And I guess for me to so clearly see God show up for me in that moment and take that temptation away from me and give me the courage and the willpower to be 603 days sober. I like, that's a God thing. And you, I cannot carry on a life and not recognize him for that and not recognize for him, for what he has done in my life since. Like I am the strongest in my faith I've ever been in life. I know without a doubt, like Jesus loves me. I'm learning every day who he says I am, but more importantly, who he says he is. I'm learning to trust him. And ultimately, like me sharing my story, and we'll get into things a lot deeper, but that's ultimately kind of the story of like when I gave my life back to Jesus. And, um, you know, it's brought me to this place where I want to create this podcast and I want to create it, create a place for women where we can talk and we can just have open conversations about God because I think that's what's so important is like being more open that like, a God's a funny dude. He, he has things in our life that I just sit back and laugh at because I'm like, seriously, seriously, dude. I remember the time he placed on my heart for me to do a non-processed diet, food diet. And I was just sitting there and I was like, <laughs> you're kidding. Right. Um, but no, he doesn't kid. And sometimes I think he places on our heart, like things to do just to see if we'll obey. Like, um, But yeah, so that's my story. That's kind of what I have set up for this podcast, where I see it going. And I just hope you guys stick along for the ride. I hope you guys feel impacted in this ride. I hope that if you have it on your heart to come and be a guest and just have these open conversations with God about God with me, that you'll reach out to me because I don't want to limit. If anyone wants to come in, share their story, or just come on and have an open conversation about God and having God in your life and what he's done for you and how, you know, we can move forward and learn him better Then I want you to come on here. And I want you to have it with me. This is an open forum. It's a place where I want women to be able to freely speak about their struggles, their wins, their emotions, and their journey with God, because 
at the end of the day, that's what my mission is here is I want to create that safe space where for women and anyone who wants to help me, I'm open to it. So, um, that's it for this first episode. I hope you guys like it. I hope you guys click the follow subscribe. I don't really know what, I think it's a follow button. (laughs) We're going to go with it's a follow button, but here we are new to this podcast thing. I'll nail it down eventually, but I'm so thankful you guys listened to this first episode and I hope you stick around for the next. Um, so thanks for hanging out with us on the woman saved by faith. Bye you guys. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to the woman saved by faith. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and share this with someone, you know, who is also on their journey of finding the faith and love of Jesus. For more resources, please visit thewomansavedbyfaith.com and follow me on social media at The Courage Creator. Until next time.